Welcome back, everyone, to The Game Plan with April and Suzette. Yo, yo. Today, we're going to talk about a really good topic. Well, it's not a good topic. It's a topic where it needs to be discussed um, and something we've always been talking about. Uh, considering just a couple of weeks ago, it was, um, well, not a couple of weeks ago. Well, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, it was International Women's Day. Mm-hmm. And we want to touch on some things that we see in the media and what's going on in the NCAA and just talk about what everyone may be thinking. Yeah, so um, me being being a former collegiate athlete, this has always been one of the things that triggers me so much because it's very evident when programs have uh, across the board, right, between sports, between gender, um, who has the most funding or who has the most resources or the most gear or the most, you know, like the most stipend for, for food or housing or whatever the case is. And we're, we're talking about yesterday, right? Like we're talking about in the news, NBA players, WNBA players, former NCAA athletes, female, male are all talking about the discrepancy (laughs) between the weight room, the food, and the swag bags. The swag bags, I saw that. Swag bags. But, I mean, for me, man, like, so here's a conversation that that I have had ears in before where everyone talks about money, right? And we talk about which team brings in the most money should be the team that gets the most from that money allocated to them. And I'm like, okay, fair. Then we look at the NBA, the NBA and how the WNBA are in two completely different worlds in terms of what they can get in, in terms of the money that's paid to the athletes. And at what point do you think women should get paid regardless of how much viewership, right? Because in a way, from a business standpoint, you're like, this doesn't make sense. Like, why would we pay women millions of dollars when they don't bring in as much revenue versus male sports? But then you look at the caliber in like between genders and they're pretty much the same, right? Like, what do you think? What do you mean the same? Cause I was just, cause when I saw it, when everybody showed it to me and then I did talk, we talked about it as a family, like what y'all think. And we talked to a couple of the players and then someone was giving me not the stats, but like, okay, are people going to want to go see LeBron or, and I wanted to know, like, I don't know if the WNBA is part of the NBA because we Coke, I didn't know owned Sprite. Mm. So it's the same company. Um, so that was my question. Cause I'm thinking, can they be that blatant? Like it's either one of two things. We don't know the ends and they probably have a good reason for it. They didn't make the money they did two years ago when they had their last March madness, but they have money to, to spare. And, mm-hmm. or it could be the fact that, um, they just think we're all idiots and we won't notice, but like, I mean, I think why, what I thought about it was, okay, girls, this is time. What I've said before, 
we need to support one another. Not that we're not going to support men, but when you see that girl busting her butt and doing something, support it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think, I think it's totally wrong. I do. When I saw the gym, the gym pictures, (laughs) I, I, cause, okay. I'm going to give you a question that was asked to me by the players. Mm. Um, the players up in Orangeville, they said, why is it when you do um, a bio, they have the player's height, mm-hmm. weight, height, weight, and something else, whatever. Mm-hmm. And with the girls, they don't have their weight in there. And I'm like, I never even thought of that. So I do think we're playing a man's sport. Like basketball is, I don't know, like I want to trying to be a feminist but when you're thinking of it we're not we're not we're supposed to be models because if you look at the modeling industry Mm. models make way more money right but modeling is not as big as basketball is right right so i mean i'm trying to understand where the the difference comes like you hear some of these players the over a hundred million dollars that they're making Mm -hmm. they're gonna die before they spend all that (laughs) maybe maybe no no Oh, maybe. Yeah. Well, you know, the sticks with the NBA players. Right. But um, I just think like with the gym, like I was saying, I, I can't really see the girls going to work out, though, but it just doesn't make it right. Like they're they're What I guess what the players showed, what they got, even with the, the, the gift bags that they got. Seriously, you couldn't do a little better. I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know how to answer it because I don't know what the reasoning is and like, like I said, it's one of two things. They think we're idiots and mm-hmm. they're just going to do whatever they want, or we don't know the ends about it. Right. So I think to, to counter one of your points or not to counter, but to, yeah, well, we'll, yeah, we'll counter lack, yeah. lack, yeah. lack of better words That's okay. uh, to counter no. it. Women in sport have come to realize the importance of elite performance mm-hmm. and that's why I feel for them with the gym, because even the girls that I work with at the prep school level, all of them are asking me, coach, is the gym open yet? Is, can I do it on my own? Even if you're not there, like, can we work out? And they'll go seek someone if they can't get access here at school, because they understand the importance of, I can't just rely on basketball now because coaches are telling me to get faster. They're telling me to get stronger. They're telling, to, they're telling me to get more agile, right? So when you look at, and you can Google this, right? You can go on YouTube and look up Purdue women's basketball strength conditioning, whatever. Okay. And you'll see these women going at it like football players. Now, obviously, aesthetically, they don't look like they're lifting as much, obviously not. It's genetically males versus females, but women take like, because of how much more effort they need to put in, in order to make the money that they make to just be a basketball player, they have to play almost 10 months out of the year. They have a shorter season WNBA then they have to go overseas. And then you have that, that separation between, you know, players like Sue Bird and Diana Taurasi who have sponsorships or partnerships That's, okay. that fund them. Kind of like LeBron, right? But not to that scale. 
and even at that point, women like Diana and Sue are still rocking shoes by people like Kobe Bryant and LeBron James and whoever. They're not rocking their own shoe. And that's why there was that small, there's that small conversation of women want a woman's shoe. We're tired of buying men's only shoes. One, not every woman will fit into a size eight. You'll very rarely find a size seven, seven and a half. Cause then you have to go into kids and you want a shoe that's going to perform grade school shoes will not perform the way that you need them to at older levels. Yeah. Right. So there are so many things that women get like scraps, right? You see it, especially for a program that may not have as much money as another program in the country, you're going to order a standard men's line in size, size run. So when you order a men's size run, you're going to hope that your smallest player will get something that fits her relatively well, which may not always be the case. And I'm speaking from experience, right? Like men's small to me is like a women's medium in between that and a large, depending on the fit and the style of the clothing. Yeah. So when we talk about gym space, it was like seeing that post of the NCAA comparison. I thought I was looking at an Olympic lifting competition in the Olympics Uh versus I go to a showcase or like a display at a fitness factory to buy dumbbells. That's what I thought I was looking at. That is, have you heard anything from the, did any spokesperson from the NCAA say anything or just it's what the consumers are seeing? It's, it's basically what the consumers are circulating, Mm -hmm. right? Because with being that big of an institution, making that kind of money, you're thinking what, like you couldn't even set them up with a full set of equipment, like not even cable machines. You gave them yoga mats and you gave them one set of dumbbells. How are the other gym looks like you can fit at least three, four teams. Oh, one of the kids said that too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not coaching a small group of women, like four or five women. That extra space that was shown in one of the videos by one of the NCAA players Mm -hmm. could have at least fit three quarters of what they provided the men. Wow. So what's up? You know what I mean? Yeah. They need to do better. That is just like blatant disrespect. 100%. And think, think about it like this. I want to know your opinion on this. If you had, you like, right? Take Tyler, for example. Let's say Tyler was playing right now in the NCAA again. You see him get the swag bag. You see him get the hearty food, that lineup of food, and you see what he's doing. Okay, cool. He's training. Full ride scholarship. Dope. Then you see Dom. Full ride scholar. Mm-hmm. And she gets what they're getting right now. How would yeah. you feel? How oh, are you no, feeling? Feel, no, I feel, okay, what's going on? Mm-hmm. There's something wrong with this picture. And I totally, and I, and saying that because I was, I was part of March Madness when my boys were there and I see the different things that they get. Um, I understand like when Dylan went to, when he was in the final four and we, 
we kind of follow the team, mm-hmm. the different things that like, and I was one of those groupies that I bought the t-shirts mm-hmm. and I bought one for every one of the family and I bought the food and they make, they give you bags, see-through bags when you come in. So nobody has anything concealed. Mm-hmm. They had so many, I got, I brought home some and they, like, it's a feast there. Mm-hmm. So I've been in it to see like, okay, they make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And now I know my daughter's coming up and she's going to be a part of that. Okay. She's not going to, she's not as, because in my eyes, she's just as important as he is. Right. So I totally am advocate for it where I see that is totally wrong and something needs to be done. And I get it where the money is in the NBA. Um, did I watch girls basketball before Dominique started playing? Yeah, I did. Um, I didn't watch it as much. I'm excited for March Madness, but now that I know my daughter's coming up and she's going to be a part of that, like, no, I've always, and my older daughter played it as well. So I've been mm-hmm. privy to it, but I'm more in it now. So I'm more invested as well. And even if she wasn't, I would still be invested because I want to support women. And I just think it should be fair. Right. Yeah. So what are your, what are your thoughts on, on allyship? So when, when you're talking and opening up the conversation, I thought about what will it take, right? That question of when are we going to see actual equality, actual equity between, well, I don't even want to say between, but across all genders. What's your take on, on people who can make that happen? I think they need to, okay, so I kind of look at, you know, those people starting from the bottom and now you're here kind of thing um, that have made it. And I'm talking about people that have had to work to get where they are to support the ones that are doing the same that they used to do. And that's the only way. I don't think you can really get help from someone that's always had it good. Mm -hmm. It's almost like you have to meet somebody that's been there, done that and understands. And again, I'll say it, women supporting women. Mm -hmm. At the end of this podcast, I want to shout out a young lady I've known for years. She's a friend of my older son. And uh, she's a mom, great human being, two kids, husband. Uh, Her husband does stuff well. I'm going to give him a shout out too. But she posted something on Instagram where she kind of said, if you have six friends and they all are doing something and you need to just even post or, or buy something to support them, something you believe in what they're doing. Cause if you don't believe in what they're doing, then you don't have to buy it. But if you believe in what right. they're doing, supporting them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we need and from not just women, but from men as well. Right. So it's gotta be, I, I feel like it, it's, it's most likely it comes from someone that knows what it's like to fight to be equal. And when I say that fight to be equal, when you look, um, the guy from um, Kentucky Fried Chicken, he was told no so many times before he finally made it. Someone like that, that's been through it, that understands the struggle. Right. With the support. Mm-hmm. No, I think, and I think that's true. The allyship is so big, especially with, I know for me, right, with, with my coaching career and my journey, I wouldn't be in the spaces that I'm in unless the men in it mm-hmm. told someone else, Hey, she's good enough to be here. 
Can I interrupt you for a second? Yeah, go ahead. So, well, I think you're in a man's world. It seems like it just because it had to be a man. Mm -hmm. And we're not going against, like, that's, it is what it is. That's mm -hmm. where we are in life and we could do better from it. But it just seems like that's the only way that you could make it. Mm -hmm. And big up to those men that sees good in a woman, regardless of what she's doing and supports it. Mm -hmm. No, hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. I think we, um, there, there was a phrase that someone, uh, a, a peer of mine on a panel that I did if, like yesterday um, had said, had used the term infancy stage. And I think we are very much still in the infancy stages of, of trying to correct or starting to correct and identify the lack of inequality and equity between the two prominent genders of being female and male, especially in sport. Um, and it's a little difficult, I find, because it's like anything else, right? The UN has a campaign where they're trying to fix, I think it's 12, somewhere in the, in the neighborhood of 12 to 15 different global issues. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure if I Google this, actually, let me check it right now. Um, United Nations causes. Mm hmm. Global issues. Let's see. Oh, gosh. Two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20, 22. So there are 22 mm -hmm. currently listed global issues that the United Nations cares about. Mm -hmm. So gender equality is one of the things that they're fighting for. So in the description says women and girls represent half of the world's population and therefore also half of its potential. Gender equality, besides being a fundamental human right, is essential to achieve peaceful societies with full human potential and sustainable developments. So, and I, and I referenced this before um, in one of my Instagram chats or rants or whatever that equality will come first before we can even think about equity. And just for everyone listening, like the, the key difference between equality and equity is equity is giving, is being given the same to my, you know, to my knowledge is being given the same resources and opportunities to do or be able to achieve something. So if the UN can't figure out or lead or predominantly lead gender equality and tackling that, that issue, there, there needs to be some sort of global or international movement that really is pushed by a group of people who understand the importance of that. And like, it's like the, when everyone talks about whatever happened, the racism around black lives, right? Yeah. You can't stop talking about it. No. And there will be that, that moment in time where the whole world sees it. Mm -hmm. But after a few weeks or a few months, it's gonna die down. Yeah. 
And so that conversation can't stop. Those actions can't stop. And there really needs to be a group of people who are like dedicating their lives to do this. Right? Because we're talking about hundreds and hundreds of years, centuries of inequality and racism and all this stuff. So those, those are my points on that. Jeez. It's funny you say that because, you know, people can talk the talk, but can you walk the walk? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? And I don't think a lot of people, and that's a whole nother topic I'll get into, but I don't want to talk about that with the Black Lives Matter. But like I said before, I think it, it's got to be, it's sad to say it just can't be everybody just realizing seeing something plain as day and know it's not fair. Mm-hmm. You've got to get people that have probably been through it that understand like, and that's the only way sometimes for things to happen is you have to go through it to understand it because you can't get mad at someone for not understanding because they've never been through it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, I feel so that. It's tough. So it's tough. I have a, I have a question that I want both of us to answer. Mm-hmm. What, how do you see society reacting to something? Like if we take one thing out of this gender equality, right? Or equity. (laughs) Front door visitor. Um, I know, it's so annoying. (laughs) Good, man, security. So if tomorrow there was a legislation that came out internationally, right? Like every country adopts this. Mm-hmm. women and men are now going to have the same pay in every industry. Right? What do you think the world would look like? Or what do you think the reaction would be? What, what could come out? Actually, don't. Well, you're going you're gonna, to, I think in anything that you do in life, you're always going to have people that agree and disagree. And that's just life. But I think more men would probably, they'll be for it, I think, mm-hmm. more than you knew. Because there's a lot of guys now, um, like uh, my son's remote, mm-hmm. um, remote learning. And um, some of the, it's not only women that are there with the kids. Like when you come into the, when they need to talk to the teacher, you heard, I heard a father this morning. I was like, oh, that's a dad. So dads are staying home or, you know what I mean? So I think, I think it would be a good thing. And I don't think that many people would be upset about it. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think I'm optimistic. Mm -hmm. And what's funny is the reason why I asked that is because I was listening to a podcast about financial stuff. Okay. And this was kind of like the spin-off of that question for me in what we're talking about right now. And he said that the upper echelon, like the wealthy, the 1% of whatever, are looked at, they're like the financial lions. We are their financial prey. So my thought was, if women and men tomorrow were like, okay, if a guy makes $100 an hour, the woman beside him makes $100 an hour, they're at the same level. Cool. I almost feel like we would see so many masks taken off 
And so many people would be exposed on their opinion of like, oh, wow. What do you mean? Like, mm-hmm. this girl's going to make the same amount. Of, what? I've it's been here longer. Da, da, da. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's, I feel if that were to happen or when that happens, that that's where you cannot take your foot off the gas. You got to keep going. Mm -hmm. But that was just like a a question I wanted to pose because I would be interested to know what people would think. Why why would you want, like, what's wrong? I mean, and is the word chauvinistic? If you're upset at that. Mm. I'm sure my husband would have an issue if I made more money. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I think any man that feels like that or would would think, oh, why is she making the same? And I think it's about the work. If a woman can do what you're doing, what's the difference? Exactly. There's no difference. Mm-hmm. There, there was a, it's funny you bring that, bring that up because there was an article that I read a few years ago. I can't remember why I was researching this, but my whole life, I've always wondered about why is there a gender gap? Like, why is that? And there was a study that was done where there were two resumes, the same exact resume line for line, but the only thing that changed was the name of the person, male to female. The male got hired, the female one didn't. You know what I think it is? I'm what? Interrupt you for a second. We're emotional. Mm. We are. Like, I'm just thinking like, cause well, as you were talking, I'm thinking, okay, there's, really one thing different between what makes a man and what makes a woman mm-hmm. one thing and i mean we both have a chest just that ours are a little bit bigger whatever but like it's because like and we're emotional just because we i don't want to get technical we get we we can we we have to bear children mm-hmm. and we get the monthly mm-hmm. and there's some women that like Right. That's the only, like, I'm, I'm thinking that's gotta be it. Why you have this same resume, just a different name and he gets mm-hmm. a job and she doesn't, yep. it's gotta be cause she's an emotional and there's some days where she'll come in and she'll be like, that's, that's my answer. I think it's right. because she's a woman and she, every, every five, five days out of the month, she's not herself. Right. What? Like, Well, it's interesting you bring that up because I think, as you said that, I thought, you know how, how, how there's that wave of like people will retire and those people who are at the top will eventually like leave because they're getting old or they want to do new things or whatever. Mm -hmm. I, I think as the years go on, whether it's 10 or whether it's 20, we're going to start to see a lot more diversity and a lot more openness in our thought process. So I think we will slowly see more women and more equality, whether it's through um, representation in different positions, the gender uh, pay gap or wage gap. I think we just gotta be patient with it. Yeah. But I agree with you. I think. Because the, the guys or the people at the top, I don't want to say guys, because some women can be this thought like process to have this thought process. Yeah. 
a lot of these individuals are either wanting to keep a certain demographic because they might actually be racist subconsciously or consciously or and or they're very old in their mindset where, you know, the typical women stay at home, stay at home moms, they cook clean, they're meant for the kitchen, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And there's men that still believe that. And there's some women, there's some women that they, they, they want that. There's some women that want that. Mm -hmm. So that's fine and dandy, but the women out there that want that career that want you, you can have a career and raise children. Mm -hmm. It will work if you have a support system. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, yeah, I do. It's the guys up there. Mm-hmm. And it's probably, yeah, that made me think. But I do think we've come a long way. Agreed. We've come a, like, like we're not saying we haven't. That women have come a long way. Like, there's commercials now. Mm-hmm. The Gush commercial. Have the you ever gush? seen it? No, it's Gush. Monthly. Oh, you got to see. Oh, it. I don't know the if it, gu- I was gush. like, they do that or. Um, it's a comedian. I can't remember her name. I think it's Amy Schumer. Okay. And she does the tampon commercials. Okay. And um, she goes into the bathroom and a girl makes, and this is what we all do as women. We're like, oh, when you, you realize, oh shoot, I just came on my period. Mm-hmm. And they're like leaving nothing to the imagination anymore. It's mm-hmm. like we could relate as women, but now men know our private thoughts and how we're right. feeling and mm-hmm. all that. So like, okay, we've come far but in my mind I think sometimes I think like okay they don't need to know all that that's our mm-hmm. we need to know that okay. as women as ourselves but I mean it's to help others but like I was saying I think we've come far and mm-hmm. we can go further and I think this is just this just opens our eyes more to mm-hmm. what we need to keep going like you said before like now everybody slowed down black lives matter all that stuff now it's kind of settling mm-hmm. are we what are we still doing right So I think, um, I think it's just opening our eyes more like, okay, see, that's what they think of us. And I'm not trying to go against men in a sense of it's women against men, but it seems like that's what it is. Mm -hmm. No, and and that's true. Right. And I think, I think it's more than just women against men. I think it's, and I hate to say it, right. Like, I think it's those Oh man, I don't, I don't want to like generalize everybody into one category, but for lack of better words, it's white men, majority white men versus everybody. Yeah. And that's the unfortunate part. Um, And I'm just, that's just my, my educated position or outlook on the situation. Cause who knows, like there could be Asian men, and black men and Hispanic men and whoever else that whether if you're just a woman, they may be against you, right? Wanting to keep you in your place. So again, I'm just generalizing yeah. that majority of what has been happening in a, across the world, white men are majority at fault for the controversies. So I think that that definitely needs to change. Like there just needs to be more allies who are willing and who see the value, not even willing, but who see the value in a woman's opinion. Because 
to your point, even though we are more emotional, we bring people into the world. Well, I think we're more emotional because we show it. True. We show and there's it. no shame in that at all. I think men are emotional. They just refuse to show it because that's not what you do. Yeah. Right? Yeah, right. I think it's healthy Airplanes. if, yeah, I think it's healthy that anyone mm-hmm. can share what they're feeling and not be judged yeah. by it. So huh. I think that was one of our, our lighter ones. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of our letter chats, which yeah. I like. But um, yo, Sue, well, who are your, who are your shout outs? My shout outs today is um, to this young lady that I've known for years. Her name is Melanie. Um, her IG is clean beauty with Melanie and her hubby, um, his Instagram is the dad market. And I think what he's doing, um, he's focusing. So funny, this is perfect. He's fo- focusing on the dad part because a lot of men are not seen when you have a baby, they go through certain things. This could be another topic for another episode, but kind of what we're talking to where there's like my son, he is, well, I've two of my boys have kids, they have girls and they're hands on. Like my son will call me and he's giving my granddaughters a bath or my other son, you see, Um, there'll be videos of when he's picking up his daughter from daycare, she's running and daddy and him combing her hair. So to go back to what we just talked about, about, you know, it's just women. There's some men that are also helping out and taking control over those things that quote unquote women supposed to do. So I want to give a shout out to, uh, she has two Instagrams. Um, Mm -hmm. Personal one is Melanie Natalia. And then um, her other, um, Instagram page is clean beauty with Melanie and then her husband, the dad market. So, and then you guys go follow him and any fathers or single men, any go follow him and see what he's up to. There are two wonderful young people. I'm so proud of them. Um, They're just amazing. Like in this day and age, they have two kids. They're just solid. And I love how they represent themselves. Mm-hmm. So I want to give them a shout out and just go check out their page and see what they're about. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I, I don't really have a, a key shout out today, mm-hmm. but shout out to everyone who keeps supporting us yeah. with this podcast. I Thank think you. this is like such a cool journey. And like, sometimes I think, what do we even talk about? Is this even relevant to what we need to talk about? But yeah, it it's is. Yeah. Everything is relevant. Everything we talk about because we are more athletes and coaches and parents and whoever it's more than basketball. Yeah. So thank you all for always rocking with us. Yes. Um, oh, last thing. So you want to talk about the contest or not the contest, but just kind of like that, oh, Yeah. Well, you know, it's not really a contest, but it's, yeah, it's kind of a contest. So since we just started, we had mentioned before that we want to have an intro song. Mm-hmm. So we mentioned it once, but we're going to start mentioning it. Um, we don't have a deadline yet. But any new and up and coming rappers or singers or producers that may have a song that can go with what we're doing, um, reach out to us. I don't know, April, how they'd reach out. You probably know that more than I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and give us a song and we want to use it for our intro for the Game Plan podcast. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I think and, and we thought about this, too, because because like Sue said, there are so there's so much hidden talent 
in Canada that we want to be able to use our platform to cater to as many people as possible. And so if you are, like Sue said, a rapper, a singer, a writer, a music producer, you're a musician that just likes to make beats or scores, we would love to have that as an intro or outro um, and give you your credit and your shout out so that people can help or that we can help, you know, guide people towards you um, and support you that way because yeah, we want to, we want to use whatever platform we have because we have a pretty, I'd say between Sue, you and myself, we have a pretty big network. I would say. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, we're all right. We're all right. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll keep y'all posted on that and we'll plug the email that you can send all of your requests um, or your work to. It's leaguer at gmail.com. So L-E-A-G-U-H-E-R at gmail.com. We'll put that in the description and we will look forward to seeing y'all or hearing y'all or having you listen to us. That makes more sense. Yeah. Having you listen to us on the next episode of The Game Plan. See ya.